Hey, it's Bill here at HistoryHighlights.com. Hope all is going well for you. Hey, if you're ever in the mood to have a little quick read or something, uh, come on over to History Highlights. We've got eBooks, paperbacks, audiobooks, and uh, video presentations that you can enjoy great stories in about an hour. For today, July the 12th, I thought I'd just share with you a story about one of my favorite writers, a writer, a philosopher, and a naturalist named Henry David Thoreau, because he was born on this day, July the 12th, back in 1817 in Concord, Massachusetts. Associated with the Concord-based literary movement called New England Transcendentalism, he embraced the transcendentalist belief in the universality of creation and the primacy of personal insight and experience. Thoreau's advocacy of simple, principled living remains compelling, while his writings on the relationship between people and the environment certainly help to define the nature essay. Thoreau once wrote, The doctrines of despair, of spiritual or political tyranny or servitude, were never taught by such as shared the serenity of nature. After graduating from Harvard in 1837, Thoreau held a series of odd jobs. Encouraged by Concord neighbor and friend, Ralph Waldo Emerson, he started publishing his essays, poems, and reviews in the transcendentalist magazine, The Dial. His essay, Natural History of Massachusetts from 1842, revealed his talent for writing about nature. From 1845 to 1847, Thoreau lived in a cabin on the edge of Walden Pond, a small glacial lake near Concord. Guided by the maxim, simplify, simplify, he strictly limited his expenditures, his possessions, and his contact with others. His goal, he wrote, was to live deliberately, to front only the essential facts of life, and see if I could not learn what it had to teach. He went on to explain, I wanted to live deep and suck out all the marrow of life, to live so sturdily and Spartan-like as to put to rout all that was not life, to cut a broad swath and shave close, to drive life into a corner and reduce it to its lowest terms, and if it proved to be mean, why then to get the whole and genuine meanness of it and publish its meanness to the world, or if it were sublime, to know it by experience, and be able to give a true account of it. His book, Walden, or Life in the Woods, chronicles his experiment in self-sufficiency. In a series of loosely connected essays, Thoreau takes American individualism to new heights, while offering a biting critique of society's increasingly materialistic value system. During his time at Walden, Thoreau spent a night in jail for refusing to pay his poll tax. He withheld the tax to protest the existence of slavery and what he saw as an imperialistic war with Mexico. He was released after a relative paid the tax, and he wrote Civil Disobedience, which was originally published as Resistance to Civil Government, to explain why private conscience can constitute a higher law than civil authority. He wrote, under a government which imprisons any unjustly, the true place for a just man is also in prison. 
Thoreau continued to be a vocal and active opponent of slavery. In addition to aiding runaway slaves, in 1859, he staunchly and publicly defended abolitionist John Brown. When his writing failed to win money or acclaim, he became a surveyor to support himself. As a result, Thoreau's later years were increasingly spent outdoors, observing and writing about nature. His seminal essay, The Succession of Forest Trees, describes the vital ecology of the woodlands, highlighting the role of birds and animals in seed dispersal. Republished posthumously in a book called Excursions, Thoreau's essay makes the forward-looking suggestion that forest management systems mirror existing woodland ecology. He wrote, If a man does not keep pace with his companions, Thoreau reminded us, perhaps it is because he hears a different drummer. Let him step to the music which he hears, however measured or far away. He was considered something of a failure by the small-town merchants and farmers of Concord, and Thoreau died at home on May the 6th of 1862. His place in American letters is certainly secure, however, as many continue to find inspiration in his work and in his example. I get a chance to lecture and speak a lot on riverboat cruises up and down the Mississippi, Ohio, Cumberland, uh, Columbia River, Snake, so I like this one that he wrote. Rivers must have been the guides which conducted the footsteps of the first travelers. They are the constant lure when they flow by our doors to distant enterprise and adventure. And by a natural impulse, the dwellers on their banks will at length accompany their currents to the lowlands of the globe or explore at their invitation the interior of the continents. If you haven't picked up Walden in a while, give it a good read. It's great for this time. It reminds us that simpler sometimes is better. We're all having a simpler life right now, and I'm sure thankful for all of you sharing it with me. Have yourself a great day, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.